What does it take to be an entrepreneur and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G Podcast and an entrepreneur myself. Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business and more. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the future of entrepreneurship of Prop G Pod, special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the Prop G Pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts. on Blogging the Voice Network in partnership with SB Nation. I am Meg Murray, and I am joined in person by Paul Stewart. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> oh, finally here in Texas, my God. Yeah, tell everyone about your travels. What all did you have to do to get here? Um, So, got got to Glasgow Airport 4 o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. in, in the UK time, so that would have been, what, um, 10 p.m. Texas time? Uh, so, got there... Flight flew out, got a little bit delayed, got to London for about 9 a.m. because of the whole delays and stuff like that. And my flight from Dallas got delayed ever so slightly as well. So I didn't get into Dallas till about 4.30 p.m. 4.30 p.m. Yeah, so when you add that into account, so you're talking about what, uh, over 16 hours of traveling? Yeah. But, like, shortly after you got here, we got margaritas and some Tex-Mex. So. Oh, yes. And that was, that was amazing. So, and, and you actually took out a lovely charming photo of me. You enjoyed my Tex-Mex. I mean, who doesn't love a brisket taco? Oh, That's all I'm saying. If, you're, if you live in the Dallas proper area, we went to um, E-Bar's sister restaurant called Eddie's, and it was fantastic. It was lovely. Yes. So, he's already gotten Tex-Mex. Um and he's already been to the star. He has a new jersey. Yeah, got my new Michael Parsons jersey, ready to rock and roll. So I am happy as Larry. <laughs> yes, you're going to be best dressed at the Colts game on Sunday. Yeah, kill and everything. <laughs> yep, absolutely. We are facing the 4-7-1 second uh, in the AFC South Indianapolis Colts on Sunday night football um, in AT&T Stadium. Hmm. Uh, it's be quite interesting to see how we're going to deal against because they've been very hot and cold, and the record kind of shows that they had a really tight game with the Eagles a couple of weeks ago. I mean, but there's been games where they just look really, really bad, and there's been games where they kind of look okay. So, but I'm not, yeah. I'm, but I'm not feeling particularly threatened by them. If that makes sense, like they start running by Jonathan Taylor. He's came back from injury and stuff like that, and he's not really been playing up to speed like we're normally used to seeing them playing at like compared to last season do you just kind of put that on like how the o-line is do you put that on like just changes all around what do you think like is contributing to i that? think it's multiple factors like yeah. obviously they sat their head coach they've now got someone else in uh, Joe saturday yeah what, what a name that is no it's a really strong like tv personality kind of a good head coach name you know, not that he's Mr. Saturday. We're not ready to crown him yet, but yeah, yeah we shouldn't be crowning him at all. <laughs> Mr. Saturday playing on a Sunday. Yeah, so I mean, and obviously with like some Matt Ryan and uh, Sam Ellinger, 
Sam Ellinger is yeah. the backup, and then yeah. behind him is Nick Foles. So yeah, so so there's been a wee um topsy turvy with the quarterbacks as well in a couple of games where yeah. Ellinger's been put in instead of Matt Ryan and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, I personally I think we're going to be quite comfortable in the game as long as we stick to our simple game plan: run the ball, pass the ball. Don't get cute. Don't get cute. Exactly. <laughs> so we can just limit the cuteness from the playbook, then we're going to win. Simple as that. Yeah, it's, um as we've seen the past, you know, few games, um, Coach Saturday is having a little issue with time management. So that will, you know, help us out a little bit. Oh, absolutely. And if, if that's one thing, uh, well, don't don't get me wrong, we've had our issues with time management ourselves. Sure. So, but. Levels but, of playing but, field to me. Yeah, <laughs> but, but we are getting better and better though. We're, yeah. No, truly, we are. I mean, so also like Matt Ryan, that name kind of like, you know, scares you a little bit when you first hear it because he, like he's had such a like, Which, like quite long a, career. Yeah, yeah, he's um, very experienced. But you know, he's uh, he's not doing so hot. He wasn't doing really hot last year on the Falcons, to be no. honest. And then yeah, I think with the loss of like Julio Jones not being the player he was, and. I don't find that the Falcons kind of reinvested into the weapons around about Matt Ryan. And don't get me wrong, I think the weapons he has in Indianapolis where like uh, Michael Pittman and Alex Pierce, who, who a guy that right. was actually interviewed by uh, Dave Sturchill, uh on Blogging the Boys. Really? Yeah, so he did a... Like, oh, go check that out. Yeah, so that was like during the whole um, the draft process and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. we like just basically get to know players. It's like we were trying to get... Um, What's his name? We had the no, he's no players for the Cleveland Browns, uh, the center, uh, from Texas Tech University. I'm having a oh, brain. Oh, I am. oh God, I, I'm not sure. It's the online guy. I'll let you yeah. come to that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm so I do. Yeah, I'm a little bit hungover still from last night. So the the, the name the, the name well the name will it'll re- come to you. It will come to me. So we won't judge. Um. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where. He's just kind of at the tail end of his career. I don't know what it is about the Colts and like wanting to um, invest in like lost quarterbacks. Uh, you know, the great Carson Wentz experiment of last year, Philip Rivers prior, um, you know, after losing Andrew Luck, who was really like should be, he could be there right now if he had stuck around, you know, and who knows how that would have turned out. Um, he's still a young guy. He He ruined my fantasy football year that year. Because I drafted him the day before he retired. That's awesome. <laughs> so I have a grudge against him for that reason and that reason alone. Because um, he seems like a nice guy otherwise. But, yeah, it's the lost quarterbacks come to uh, Indianapolis. And uh, here's Matt Ryan. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like, it's like, it's like we kind of just said there. It's like I'm not particularly feel threatened by Matt Ryan at all. Like I think his best days are long behind. Now. It was the same with uh, Philip Rivers, like, like you mentioned here when he joined the Colts. It's like it seems to be now the Colts has now become more of a retirement team now. Yeah, if that makes sense. No, it does. And um, he's being attacked by ferocious dogs right now. Yep. Um. <laughs> yeah. So. It's one of those things where this week I feel like a lot of the rhetoric around this game is <clears throat> we should beat them handily. Mm-hmm. There's no reason that we should lose this game. And you guys know that we heard that, you know, against the Packers. We've yeah. heard this before. But, I mean, 
like we said, Matt Rogers is not the boogeyman. So that's at least here in our favor. Yeah. Did you see Matt Rogers? In? Did I? Yeah, I think you did. Well, <laughs> oh no. I hope he doesn't play like a Rogers tomorrow. No, I hope not. I hope not. Oh man. But yeah, I mean I it's that square scenario where you just like I just hope we just don't mess up more than anything. Like everything, yeah. everything from our defense being number one out there, pretty much the best defense in the league. Um, in terms of our offense, we're improving, improving, improving week by week now. Just if we were to lose this game, I'd be, I'd be shocked. More, I think that would be the most shocking. Yeah, lost with the rest of the schedule we've got. I think the most concerning thing to me would be if we, you know, came out like last week. You know, it's something that the Cowboys do. It's not like the first time this has happened. They do this often. It's like a little bit playing with your food. You're like playing down to them a little bit. You, what we really need them to do is keep their, you know, keep trucking on, like and go off of what you were doing at the end of the last game to, you know, uh, carry on to like the rest of the season. This The rest of the season is so important right now, even if we're playing, you know, AFC South teams pretty much the rest of the way. Um, until we play the Eagles, but you want to like build momentum, um, and you you want to make a statement. Yeah. Find him. Yes, Dawson Deaton. His name was. Oh, Dawson Deaton. That's the one. He we had him on our show. Yes, we had him on our show. So oh, yeah, so I do apologize, Dawson, if you're listening still. Um, I just hangover. So. Blame <laughs> it on the hangover. Oh, absolutely. That, that's going to be my go-to excuse for the rest of the, for this two weeks. Yeah, I don't blame you. You had you had a wild night. Love that journey for you. Yeah, I believe I remember how how I ended up where I was last night. So. You know those nights where you just end up on a friend's couch. Yeah, yeah. Didn't know. Do not remember anything. <laughs> we should like strap the GoPro to your head so you can figure out how these things happen to you. Yeah. So, well, for 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 people that are listening right now. Um, I do have the GoPro here recording as well because I'm going to be doing like a feature documentary and stuff like that. So just to kind of help show you that, like my my day to day, week by week type of thing, being in Dallas and kind of going over like the costs, how much it's going to cost for tickets, like going to the start, like showing you the all the merchandise and stuff like that, and just basically having a great time and showing you some good places to hang out. The internationals how to guide to Dallas. Pretty much so, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. There you go. We'll keep an eye out for that coming up. Um, let's talk about, you know, what we want to see from the Cowboys in this game, you know, to know that we're heading in the right direction. And obviously we stated not playing with your food is kind of a big thing, but, you know, kind of beyond that. Yeah. I think we just need to be very aware just because we, we still, we can't even just um, assume that the, the Colts are going to be a pushovers. Yeah. Like, we, they can still cause a threat. They've got Jonathan Taylor, as we mentioned. They've also got like Pittman and Pierce and, and also Jelani Woods, the tight end. That was one guy that a lot of us, like especially Cowboys Nation, like we were looking towards him in the draft at one point. Mm-hmm. So, so they've got good, good players in their team. It's just, it's just they, you wouldn't think with the type of players they've got their like record seven, four, seven and one. Right now, so but I think for us, um, we just need to just keep just keep it simple defensively. Parsons is just going to have an absolute feast in that field. Yeah, I mean, we kind of uh, noted this, but their offensive line is not not great. Of yeah. course, 
you know, we've said that, I think we said that against the lions and it was a little more difficult than a task than, you know, one had thought, but in this case, they're even more injured right now. They have their, um, what was it? Their right tackle. Braden Smith. Yeah. I think that was out in the injury report, uh, that was posted uh, on Friday. Um, Trying to show you all the game status. So I think there was three players in total that were out. Um, just can't can't recall the names at the top. Well, of my head. The hangover. But yeah. yeah, so I mean, <laughs> with their <laughs> offensive line not being you know up to snuff, so they say, yeah. uh, that really is a breeding ground for um, a big game for Micah Parsons. Yeah, and uh, and also if it's on the right, if it's on the weak side, then you're it's going to be more Sam Williams there because a. Yeah. Because, because mostly you will see Michael Parsons lined up against the left tackle, so he'll be playing on the left hands uh, on the no wait, sorry, no actually he'll be actually up up against that side on the right tackle because he's always lined up to the his left. So yeah, he's he's always looking for an opportunity. Oh, okay, honestly, <laughs> basically what we're saying is Matt Ryan, meet the ground, have fun. Yeah, I think he'll be seeing a lot of turf, like a lot of turf on his face mask, pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's also something we have to, you know, be on the lookout for with um, Dak is that there are, you know, there are guys on the Colts defense that, you know, are sizable. They, um, what, we have DeForest Buckner, six sacks, 33 pressures on the year. Um, Never going to be able to say this last name. Yannick Nagakui. Perfect. He has 11 sacks. Like, that's kind of, those are some pretty good numbers. I won't lie. Yeah. Uh, I mean... One guy there, um, obviously he's got an ankle injury previously. Is Quitty Pay or Quitty Pay? Like we heard a lot about him during. Um, he was one the of draft. the guys, yeah, one of the guys that we were strongly considering drafting at one point. Yeah. Um, but uh, that's a guy we need to watch out for. Um, I'm not too familiar with the two linebackers. I was Zach Franklin and Bobby Okiri. how do you Okiriki? Bobby. I would love to know how to say your last name. I'm very sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're, <laughs> we're, we're butchering names. Like. You know, it's just all that to say that, like, the Colts defense isn't something to look past. Yeah. So that's where kind of your knowledge comes in here. Mm-hmm. How do you feel like the O-line is up to the test this week after, you know, facing the Vikings and then the Giants? What does it take to be an entrepreneur, and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G Podcast, and an entrepreneur myself. Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business, and more. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the Future of Entrepreneurship, a Prop G Pod special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the Prop G pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I think the way how the momentum with the offensive line is going, obviously the frustrations in that first half against the Giants we had was pretty uh, frustrating at times, but we did manage to try to turn that around in that second half. And going into this game with the Colts, I don't see 
why again I don't, I don't see any issue where if we can just keep it like if the O-line just does what they're supposed to be doing then great because um, right now we have uh, Tyler Smith's been playing and and big shout out to Terrence Steele. He's been yeah. he's been the biggest improvement in our offensive line by tenfold. Absolutely, and same goes for um, uh, Tyler Bayadish. Yeah, I mean, hey, we don't mind eating humble pie here. On oh, I, 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 I've been eating a lot of humble pie this year. And a it lot. Sweet, to be honest oh. with you. It's always a good thing. Almost, I welcome it. It's, it's actually as good as this iron brew I have. Oh, yeah. Uh, Paul comes to my house and I offer him a drink and it's a Scottish soda that he sent me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when I, Just unexpected. Yeah. My, my reaction was priceless when you actually decided. Oh, Where did you get that? I said, like, oh, you sent me it. And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> now, you can't blame that on the hangover. No, no. That, that, this will cure the hangover. Yeah. He'll be good to go here in a little bit after that. Just uh, just in time to do it again. <laughs> oh, maybe not so much like last night, but it'll be good. <laughs> yeah, don't ever challenge a Scotsman to a drinking contest. <laughs> as my as our good friend Shannon Gross did once, uh, and he completely regretted it. And uh, Dave Hillman can back, back us up on that. <laughs> yeah, Dave will never challenge anyone to a drinking contest, but... Uh... He'll watch it for sure. Uh, oh no, he he, he witnessed it and witnessed the uh, me and Shannon doing Ric Flair's against each other. So that was what is that? Slaps you across, slap each other across the chest. You across know, the chest. Yeah, it's like a chop. I like know vaguely who Ric Flair is. I know that's like it, it goes woo on blasphemous, the thing. but yeah, he's he's very vocal as a wrestler. He's not the most talented. Like I'm not really much into wrestling at all, but he was quite funny about it. Back then. He has a, a niche. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. a good name. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I forgot what we were even saying, but oh, I know, yeah. But, yeah, we're sorry. <laughs> Humble Pine and Terrence Steele being um, a great improvement. Oh, absolutely. Um, and, and and again, like, I think even, like, you can even say with Conor McGovern as well, he's, I think he's actually now solidified himself as the left guard now. I really do. Like, especially in the most recent performances. He still has a lot more to kind of do. I think he just needs to put on a bit more size, obviously. Like, but I think give, giving him a more good run, like, yeah. in the off-season, like, just add more muscle, bulk, bulk up a bit more. I think he will actually will fold into that. Yeah. That a... Uh, being part of that Dallas O-line really well now. So, but yeah. Um, How do you think um, all of that's going to go? You know, they, they've they been, Tyron's been working on the ropes. He was like on the sideline for the first, his first game of the season against the Giants. Um, they're, you know, talking about opening his 21-day window. Is that what it's called? 21? 21-day window, yeah. yeah. Um, You know, which doesn't mean he's going to jump right out there and play the Texans, but he could. I don't. I, I'll be. I'm, this may sound controversial, but I really don't see how Tyron's going to get back into the team, despite how good oh, he is. This is this is a hot take. Yeah, no, like especially how um, Tyler Smith's been doing right now, and obviously we've got Jason Peters in the roster as well. We can fit in that position. Mm-hmm. Like, and I mean, having Tyron back in the squad, yeah, it's great. But I'm more if we were to put him in there, I'd be more worried about the continuity. I don't disagree with you. Um, I just th- I don't think there's a world where they don't Tyron doesn't get his job back right away. You know. Yeah, I think it'll be like he might come in for a couple of reps there and there and see how things are going. Like, yeah, I you think, back like, in that way. I think a uh, like if it's if it was to be at the Texans game, I don't think he'll be starting. Obviously, like he'll the if we're beating the Texans or something like, like say like but 
25 plus points going into the fourth quarter or something like that, then yeah, I think you'll probably see a, a couple of... Um, Just limiting his... Yeah. Kind of the way like Jason Peters entered back in. Exactly. I think that's what we'll kind of do. We'll just kind of like bring them in when we need to. Yeah, I'll just, I'll be interested to see, you know, if they do any seismic shifts on that um, O-line as he, you know, integrates further into yeah. play. Because, I mean, he's, he's like a, a goat. You can't, you can't well, he's keep him on the sideline. No, no, he's, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame for the Dallas Hall of Fame for sure. And he's probably one of the best players we've ever had playing in the position. That being said, of his contract and stuff like that, and how injury prone Tyron's been over the past several years, like we've never really had a full actual season with him for seven years straight now or something like that. Yeah. So that's a concern. So I, well, I could be wrong. I could be. I think it'll be less than seven years, but I could be wrong. But, um, but, yeah. I can actually see Jerry making a business move as well. And I'm not, I, I can't say, I can't say like I'm pure hating on Tyron right now, right. but I'm not. But I'm just trying to think what would Jerry do in terms of cap and his cap? I think his cap next year will take a big, massive hit. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it though, I mean, Jason Peters, what is he signed on for one year? I think it's just for the, for the season. Yeah. And he is like a lot older. Yeah. So like there is that space, you know, Yeah. for Tyron to sign back on the team if he wants to. I wouldn't be surprised. If he was ready to hang it up the cleats, but that could be a possibility as well. I feel like he's one of those guys that is almost like Tom Brady esque, and like his like you have to drag him away from football, kicking and screaming. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm interested to see <laughs> oh, like oh, if man. he if he uh, decides to do that, or if he just is like, I'm gonna go until I can't go anymore. Can I feel like on myself when I've retired from playing football? To be <laughs> honest, I wish I could still play, but kicking and screaming. Uh, <laughs> more moaning and groaning because I was in so much pain. From- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and that's the thing too with him though is that he's you know injured injured a lot, um, and we don't get full seasons with him. So I think that could be part of part of the deal, and he might really make that decision. You just have to kind of wait and see at this point. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, but I uh, so would so what is your what do you think the score prediction is going to be oh, though? Go on. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I have to predict them to lose. What? The Colts? No. The Cowboys. I, that's just a joke and it's a superstitious joke that Kelsey and I make because every oh. show that I get like really confident about a score. Then oh, you're trying, to, you're trying to turn it on. To yeah, no, Ray. I, I see, I see. I think that we're going to lose, which by the way. Um, okay. Let's, uh, let's do a throwback score of 42 to 7. The last time we bet. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm going to go Dallas 38, Colts 13. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Are we getting a little Jonathan Taylor action in there? Or are you I, uh, think, I think the action is mostly going to come from, I'm going to say Jelani Woods, actually. Okay, so and with the that Cowboys high score, are we uh, are we seeing a lot of CD? Are we seeing a lot of Tony? What are we doing? Michael Gallup. Oh, we can Gallup in the end zone, baby. Gallup. All right. Gallup's gonna. That's go- a good little bold prediction. Yeah, Gallup's gonna. Well, here's the here's the actual bold prediction. Oh. Gallup's gonna go for one hundred yards and two touchdowns. Okay. Yep. Okay. And we're gonna see an RJ Ferguson highlight reel. You are about that Fergie Fergie highlight reel, and I'm Fergie, Fergie. 
I love it, man. Love it. Um, I'm. I think we're gonna. Uh, I feel like CD is mad about that um, touchdown being called back. As are we all? Oh, I think the whole. I think of Cowboys Nation that could see clearly, like is like that one particular frame of the still of the the footage. He was in bounds. Well, I oh. was in there. Um, let me tell you. The second he that guy turned his mic back on and we saw his face, we were like, he's calling it back. F this guy. Everyone started booing. It was the loudest boos I've ever heard in that stadium. <laughs> so I feel like he's gonna go on a like revenge tour this game. Yeah. Not that like I mean he had a great game. Oh, so, a like, fantastic game. It's not like he's making up for, you know, playing poorly. I think he's just gonna be like, here's the thing. Uh you took a touchdown away from me, I'm gonna get five. <laughs> here's the here's the big question. All other Zeke. Ooh. Um, Ooh. <laughs> this one's like, it's so hard for me. You guys know that I'm a Zeke, Zeke lover. I don't know what you want to call it. Um, I'm a Zeke freak. I, well, what I mean is, it's like, who you Like, think? who's going to get more yeah. 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 Well, I think it's interesting. It's whenever um, people, whenever defenses focus on Tony, um, that's when, you know, you can really see Zeke breakthrough. So, I just don't think this defense is like strong enough to really hold Tony back against yeah. the Tony game. I think if that's one thing about the Colts defense, that it seemed to have a lack of speed. I think, like, and you once uh, once he gets going, you can't touch him. Yeah, yeah. So I think getting up to that second level, that's where we're going to see most of the damage from our, uh, from Mixa Tony and Zeke. So I think, like, <clears throat> excuse me, um, like. Yeah, yeah, as always. But for, <laughs> when you've got players like DeForest Buckner and Quitty Pay, Pay, uh, Pay well, how do you, whatever you pronounce this name, I'm, I'm Quitty Pay. Oh my god! It kind of like flows. Honestly, it's cute. Yeah. Oh, we've been using that word "cute" for too much I, now. Yeah, I, I kind of <laughs> use it for everything. I don't mean that in this condescending way, by the way. I, I really do think it's a nice name. Yeah, I mean, um, I think well, it, it likes to those uh, guys in the defense, uh, the defensive line front. That's where the most speed factor comes from, from the edge. Once you're past that pop point, I think it's safe to say, like, because I don't think, like, the linebackers are decent. They're, they are good, but I tend to find they're kind of, um, lack of, like, they're not as quick as, obviously, like, Pat Parsons and, like, and, like, Jabril Cox and stuff like that. Yeah, so, I mean, and you have to factor in Damone Clark these days. Oh, <laughs> yes. He's My been, guy. Oh, that guy's been up, like, what a, like, how is he managed to get onto the football field this year? I have no idea. But, but the fact is, he's, he's playing well. Oh. When we drafted him, everyone was like, for sure, 2023. Stephen Jones made that comment like when they drafted him. He said, like, yeah, our expectations, he'll be there for next season and that. He has spinal surgery, y'all. Like, that's huge. Oh, it, blows, what a freak. it blows. In a great way. It blows my mind the capabilities the human body can recover so quickly. Like, oh. yeah, yeah. Oh. I mean, he landed. I feel like he landed right where he was supposed to land with us. And you know, like we've said before, you know, our medical staff is like some of the best. Yes, I mean, what did the, the what they did for like Tony Romo, the even Jalen Smith. If you want to go there, I was going to say Jalen Smith, but what I will comment about Jalen Smith yeah. is that. That wrestling movie tried to do in that game. What the, what in the earth was that? He was trying to get cute and not in a cute way. See, here's the thing, right? I, and I'm not trying to hate him, Jalen Smith, because like, I've met him in person. He's a lovely guy. 
like does a lot of great work for communities and stuff like that. But when it comes to the whole argument, oh yeah, Jalen Smith has so many tackles in his record. Yeah, but here's the thing. When you're seeing stuff like that, doing elbow drops, that still counts as an assisted tackle apparently. So when you're seeing silly stuff like that, that still counts up to like he may touch the player by as an assist, and that's how he gets so many stats. Like, I just think they're not looking at the game film properly. Oh, about you think you're pet, they're padding the stats there for all very you. much so, very <laughs> okay. much so. I mean, touche. But uh, but back to the original points, like the did work for Dak with his ankle, not he came back. And his everything, uh-huh. like mental health, all of that stuff. Uh, absolutely. And I'm trying to think there was another one as well. There, so there was Dak, there was Romo over the years with his back and stuff like that. And Jason Witten. Jason Witten uh, Des. Des. The list goes on. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but it's just like, what it's Jalen and like to see Damone Clark, like those are really big feats mm-hmm. to like overcome in order to like get on the field much sooner than anticipated. Like, it, I'm so impressed with him. And seeing that, you could actually mention Tyron Smith as well. <laughs> like, like, see if it probably wasn't for the Cowboys medical stuff. He plays any game whatsoever. Is yeah. I'm, like, he's literally been put up together by strings and... All sorts of stuff. Yeah. He's, tape he's, and... Tape, like, put, like... Voodoo and whatever. <laughs> Band-Aids and stuff. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, you—that's something that you also have to factor in. A lot of people don't know about him yet. They gotta learn. Mm, absolutely. <laughs> All right, so we are looking forward to a uh, Cowboys win on Sunday night. We will be in attendance. Yes. He's bringing the—I know it's like luck of the Irish. Is there like a luck of the Scottish kind of thing? Nah, nothing really. It's like. I just win. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> nah, we we just going in there like. War ready, pretty much. There you go. There we go. He's war ready. Yeah. And so are the Cowboys. Absolutely. Got the kilt ready. Got my Parsons jersey ready. I'm ready to rock and roll and and see some Cowboys victories. Yes. Yeah. He's going to catch this game against the Colts and the next game against the Houston Texans. So Mm -hmm. if you see a man wearing a kilt, you know who it is. You know who it is. All righty, guys. Paul, tell everyone where they can follow along on your American journey. Uh, yes, guys, you can uh, check out my Insta stories on uh, Instagram and uh, Twitter with my handle being I am peace do. Yeah, if you didn't already, you missed a lovely picture of him waking up in the morning. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can follow me at Meg Murray with four R's on Instagram and Twitter. And we love to talk to you guys about the game. So be sure to do that. Um, you can listen to other people talk about the games coming up uh, by following BTB on wherever you listen to podcasts, rate, review, subscribe, tell Paul how pretty he is. Um, <laughs> Not that pretty, but, but I, love, I love the compliment. Thank you. Of course, of course. <laughs> um, and also you can read all of the good stuff about the Cowboys at bloggingtheboys.com. So be sure to check, check that out. Um, until next week, go Cowboys. Let's go. Yeah.
What does it take to be an entrepreneur and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G Podcast and an entrepreneur myself. Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business and more. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the future of entrepreneurship of Prop G Pod, special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the Prop G Pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts.